Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Third, Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, there are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many. My name is Theron. Did anyone else have like a weird rope fantasy? Kalanon. Magnite, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day. I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't need your mayo you know, you know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together. My name's Magna. Spumoni, Spumoni. Who is a calling? On three, Dirty Water Boys. One, two, three. Dirty Water dirty Boys. Water dirty Water Boys. Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Our heroes arrived at the fortress of Walda's Tower to learn more about the Black Fog Island from Eldora's Dream. While there, they investigated the Great Library and met the leader of Walda's Tower, a sentient cactus named Nam Devig, who assisted in their search. Finally, they found an ancient tome offering some insight into the situation. The Black Fog Island is a domain of dread, far to the east under the control of the fallen angel Ophelia. In her domain, the same day is repeated endlessly, and anyone who dies on the island becomes trapped in the cycle. The story continues as our heroes finish their meeting in the Great Library with Nam Devig and prepare for their flight eastward. Hey, what's up, chicken butts? How we doing? Pretty swell. All of you, all of you are chicken butts in that situation, so I'm saying hello to all of you. How are we doing? RTE. Oh, okay. I thought you were calling the listeners chicken butts, and I'm like, I assure you, they are legs and thighs. I don't know why. Don't know what <laughs> sounded good. <laughs> you know, I burned 3,000 calories yesterday. Doing what? I blew my pizza in the oven. Mm. That's a big pizza. <laughs> nice. A Jack's pizza is like 1,000 calories. You just stack three Jack's pizzas on top of each other. Hell yeah, that's what we call the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> random interput here, but Ben, you're not muted on Discord. I'm not? Oh, whoops. Shit. Is that going to mess anything <laughs> up? No, no. Yeah, just mute yourself on Discord so they don't have it, to hear you twice. Yeah. Okay. It didn't sound the too bad when you did the opening. It was just a little, like, slight echoey, but it kind of sounded cool anyway, so... Right? Oh, you is that like why you said earlier I sounded like a god? That just yes. made sense to me now. Okay. <laughs> well, Ben, you just sound like a god 24-7, so it's okay. Thank right? you. Right? <laughs> a little confused. He ben, just was li- like, literally taking the compliment. Like, oh, I sound like a god today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like, thank you. <laughs> what would I be the god of? Day. The god of puns? dad jokes and god sending pictures of your poop to your friends. Yes. Uh, God of DMing. I'm so glad I'm not one of your friends right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that I, you're wow. in the now that you're in the group, just be, oh, be prepared. <laughs> fantastic. I'm if so you see a Snapchat from Ben, don't open it. <laughs> don't yeah. open it. Snapchat. <laughs> not Snapchat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the God advised. That's I have a couple of them burned in my Google memory bits. still, unfortunately. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I remember showing my friend Jim one time, and it like I zoomed in pretty far. So it took him a minute to register. He was like, oh, that's some good meatloaf. Oh, shit, what? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You know, they put ketchup <laughs> on top of meatloaf and stuff. Like, gross. You, you need to see gross. a doctor, Ben? Nope. No, I got it taken care of. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so yeah, is- transitions are weird. Hey! So. <laughs> edit we- it out! Edit it out! Can yeah, you it's believe weird. They this like, shit? They, like, turn in. into sunglasses if you go outside. Strange. Say it again. I have transition contacts. It's pretty neat. That's that's actually really cool. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting sense. transition lenses. Um, so we oh. met a cactus guy. His name was was Dudley Do Right or Nam Devig. <laughs> Nam Devig, and they had to <laughs> tell us to go to some island to fight some fallen angel. Yep, and it's surrounded by smoke and cloud and smog, and yep. Hedora, Hedora, the the Godzilla monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Her uh, her island's a domain of dread. So pretty much the same kind of operation as Kalanon's God Quest in season one, where it's like the people that are there are stuck there. And if you die there, you become part of the cycle. Um, very like Curse of Strahd, that would be like another domain of dread, essentially, is Barovia, you know. And like the uh, the Lord of Lord or Lady of the Domain, um, essentially, they have complete power. It's like their own little almost like a demi plane set aside. It's one of those much harder to get in than get out. Or I'm sorry, much much easier to get in than get out. Getting out is very difficult because you either have to break them out, break the the lord or lady out of their cycle, uh, which you guys were able to do. So it's not impossible um, with the, uh, the the one from season one, um, or you have to defeat them. And then while they're dead, they reform in like one d eight plus one days or something like that. And then that's your time to escape while they're powered down. Okay. So so yeah, Nam just looks up at you guys. Um, he kind of just like prestidigitates a blue cowboy hat. It's very glittery, and he puts it on his head. Oh, you look you look very fancy there, buddy. Thank you much. Thank you kindly. I've been trying out different voices to see, uh, you know, who's all who's all been listening to my. You know, we got announcements and stuff all around here, speaking stones, sanding stones, and all that nonsense. Yeah, if I talk like this, they'd listen a little better. Yeah, cover your bases in case, you know, you forgot what the original voice was. I get it. I get it. I mean, just call me out like that. Yeah. Uh, no, I do. You are. You are just one person. I completely understand. I am. I am supporting you. One person with a stack of note cards. Yeah. Half of them it. say sexy goblin question mark. Exactly. <laughs> he has a note card that says big boots. Sexy goblin question mark. It's hey, so a real quick. So we did have a. Because it's it's been a little bit. Um, he did have a southern accent, right? I I don't remember. Yeah, me either. If our cactus did not previously have a southern accent, get over it. He has one now. Okay, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that he did. I feel like he might have too, because he's a cactus. But then again, I might just be connecting dots that might not be there. All right. Well, um, we're just gonna run with it then. Um, Ooh, yeah. Could you do an Austra- Australian accent for him? It's like Crocky. Get out of these books on the Bobby. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Gonna go for Ophelia. <laughs> he would ask. He says, "Oh, so fellers and lady." He bows. His cowboy, his uh, you know, ethereal cowboy hat. He says, "Well, I don't envy you that Ophelia. Her domain of dread. That's a nut we've been looking to crack for a long time. But uh, you know." Everyone's too chicken spit to go to get taken care of, and for good reason. No one wants to become part of that. You got kind any of a uh, toxic cycle? Uh, you got any hints? Any any tips? Any tips and tricks on how to do this? She's well. By all accounts, Ophelia is a planetar angel. 
And so, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't got a spare army to waste fighting one of them things. I'd recommend maybe trying to talk her out of it. It's not impossible. It's just uh, difficult, right? It's like hard and very hard as far as your choices here. Okay, so if we had a spare army and just sent wave after wave of men at them until, like, she gets tired, <laughs> that could work? Well, something like that. I mean, eventually someone's going to nat 20. You just do that enough times, bada-bing, bada-boom. Okay, all right. <laughs> so we have options. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very Zet Brannigan of you. Yeah, exactly. Wave after wave of my own men at them. Um, <laughs> what, so... Is there so we know she was a planetar angel? I just don't remember myself. Um, and she was seducing the god of death to come to the other side, and then she's like, Later, bitch, and now the god of death is angry at her, right? Kind of the opposite, yeah. So, so the god of death, Phemos, he thought that she was legitimate and that she was really seducing him, or that she, she was really falling for him and stuff. And when it was revealed that she was put up to it, even though she did fall for him, um, he essentially was like, oh, you lied to me. Like, this is this was all fake, you know? And so, essentially, he's put her on this island and uh, kind of cursed her to where, like, you know, she's she's very powerful and, like, who who in their right mind would go to try and kill her as a way to keep yeah. her away? Once she dies, then now, she goes down into his domain. Yeah, now it sounds like he wants her back. He misses her. Yeah, or he just wants to talk to someone. Okay. I sort of have a question, though. Um... Which god's the one who betrayed her? Uh, one who betrayed her? Yes, obviously well, someone had to tell Phemos that they put her up to it in the first place. That's a good question. Yeah, that is currently unknown. Yeah, what god dropped the, the line in his ear that she was put up to it? Yeah, that is, uh, up to this point, a mystery. And that's big E. Aaron energy to me. I don't know. Aaron's kind of a kind of a... A loose stool, so I, I think it's like that. <laughs> a loose stool. Urine's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a diarrhea, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's one of those, it's, it's uh, kind of an eternal mystery, like in the church of, of this world, you know, they're not quite sure who dropped the lit, who leaked it, but like someone did. And that was when Fimos kind of lost his cool. So maybe we can break her out of the cycle if we tell her that it's not really Phemos' fault and he feels bad about it now. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Or we can just yeah, find the work. god that betrayed her and then kill that god. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. Yeah, and then I can become that god. It's all good. I, it's plans. I, I feel like it might be just a little bit easier to kill a, a, an angel over a god. But, eh, fuck it, I'm up for a challenge. Yeah, let's do it, boy. Um, yeah. So, Nam, he looks, he says, well, that, uh, so, I mean, if she still has feelings for him, or she still has feelings for him, then that might be, uh, might be a way to go, for sure, for sure. And he says, like I said, I just don't want to waste everybody's life in the attempt, so if y'all are going to do this, good on ya. He says, and, and what, what can I do to help you? Is there anything y'all need from me? Power. Yeah, power, magical weapons, um, you know, uh, Ooh, a, a boon. He says, y'all already got the most powerful weapon of all. My mind, my heart. Friendship. Friendship. Poop, oh, there it is. Poop jokes. And you see his big eyes start to poop water jokes. up as he goes to, like, reach his little green cactus arms towards you guys. Full I'll prickly and stuff. I'll hug him. 
So you take one piercing damage. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I still hug him. Like, is this the first time you've been hugged for a while there, Nandor? A long time. A long time. Yeah. People right. don't like to touch me. I, I'm I, a very touchy-feely. Very, I'm, 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 I come from a family of huggers. What if we got you, like, <laughs> oven mitts? Well, I don't see how it could hurt. But um, uh, yeah, w- yeah, what do you have to offer, Nandor? You got some ships. You got, uh, you got... <laughs> Nandor. What's his name? <laughs> Nam. Oh, Nam. Just Nam. Okay. <laughs> some ships. Just, hey, you got any ships laying around we could have? We yeah, I mean, he, hey, this is like the most smartest thing in existence. He's got to have something, right? Like, he's offering, like, what do you want? It's like, give me what you want. Give me what I want, you know? <laughs> yeah, as we just replay the whole wrestling, WrestleMania. Give me what I want. Wow, I'm surprised you knew that <laughs> reference. <laughs> Heck yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's Batista uh, and Triple H. There you go. Yeah, Do you have any extra was. spell scrolls? The spell scrolls? Man, we're flooded to the gills with spell scrolls. And by that, I mean, we got about a half dozen extra. Flooded to the gills if you're a rather small fish. <laughs> he uh, He's going to hand you guys two fourth level spell scrolls, two third level spell scrolls, and two fifth level spell scrolls. I'm taking the fifth All level. Right. I'm, I'll... I'll do we have to? Um, so I know in general D and D rules, you have to be able to cast a spell to use the spell scroll, if I'm not mistaken. But um, in your yes. world, do we just have to have a magic casting ability, or do we have to be so able the to way cast I kind of do it? Yeah, yeah. So the way I kind of do it is like you know, if that's on your spells like spell list, then you can just do it automatically, like kachow. Um, but if it's not in your spell list, I, the way I see it, like when you make the spell scroll, it infuses with magic, you know? And so right. if it's not in your list or like if a fighter wanted to use like cure wounds, for example, then it would be a DC arcana check. The arcana is 10 plus the level of the spell. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take one of the third level then. Cause I just want to see what third level spell I can find to use. That's not on the druid spell list. Yeah, is it is it any spell that we want to use at that time? Yeah, yeah, they're okay. just kind of like, uh, you know, whatever spell you want to kachow, you know? Okay. Or cast, rather, I guess that's a technical Yeah, I took the level fives. All right, you guys can figure out the rest of these that I'm, I'm sharing today. So it was two fives, two fours, two threes? Exactly, yep. Okay. Um, does, uh, does anybody want any of them specifically, other than obviously Big Boots hoarding the best ones? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you can give me the worst one. That's fine. I'm new here. Magna, do you need to cast magic? Uh, <laughs> not really. I just swing my hammer, you know. Just, you know <laughs> okay. You know, here, Daphne, you can have one of the fourth levels then, and I'll take a third and fourth. I don't oh, understand that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were calling me Daphne for some reason. <laughs> like, yep, wait, what? That's Magna's what does that new mean? name. <laughs> what does that mean? One I don't week. understand. One week, he's already forgotten about me. I see how it is. <laughs> uh, in my defense, I didn't realize he made that transition from talking to Magna to talking to you. <laughs> he thought he was. That's still why he said the character's name. He did, did he? Oh. He did. Daphne. Daphne's he the did. character's name. Oh, it is. <laughs> I thought it was Scooby Doo for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait. You thought her character's name was Scooby Doo, or no, you thought I, I was talking you... about Daphne from Scooby Doo? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Daphne from Scooby Doo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait, why did you call me that? <laughs> like I said, one week. One week. Yeah, Joey over here. I'm not as think as you drunk I am. 
uh, you'll learn that I'm probably not the brightest grand. I'm going to call you everything except Magnus. Magnum. Magnum? Magnus? Magnum? Magnum P.I. I mean, that's what everybody does, so. I've actually been doing it anyway, so. Oh, you can call him Densna. Because he's so dense. <laughs> I'm going to take a swan dive off this tower so now. Namor, thank you so much for the spell scrolls. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, you got a general direction? You got a book we could read, like how to get there or anything like that? Like anything to help us out. I'm trying to milk you for all you're worth, you little sweet cactus baby. You sound like what? my mom. Aw, thank you. You can call my mom if you want. I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> he uh, he says, now, I got something that might be uh, pretty useful for you, I'd say. Okay. And uh, he says, yeah, just follow me to the basement here. Uh, is what? he is he hopping in his little pot, or like, can I carry you? Can, can this make this a little quicker? <laughs> um, roll a persuasion check. It's like veggie tales. He just hops everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> a twenty nine, chief. Twenty nine. Yeah, he uh, normally doesn't like people carrying him. What he'll do is like hold on, you know, like use his little cactus hands to hold on to the sides of the pot, and just kind of like like jump himself forward, like right. inch by inch, you know, kind of like scooting himself, uh, which is. Very exhausting. So he usually starts off with that, and then he just casts Bigby's hand to carry him. Um, but he he'd be okay with you carrying him. With a twenty nine, he's like, "Y'all seem pretty friendly." Yeah, I gave him a hug. Yeah, I gave you me know. the honor. All right, I'm just holding my arms out, holding, carrying the the cactus. And like, all right, which way now? He uh, materializes a big pair of black horn rim Buddy Holly glasses, and puts them on, and he says, "Well, I think we uh, down the stairs. Yeah, down the stairs. Okay." And so, yeah, this long flight of uh, winding circular stairs takes you down to, like, the first floor of the library and then down to the basement underneath, like, the laboratory of uh, magical knowledge. And so down here, he um, takes a... There's, like, uh, random kind of implements and stuff down here, kind of tools and bobs and doodads and stuff, you know. Um, he takes one of the compasses. Basically, you hear him start to kind of chant some, like, arcane kind of... Uh, can't quite tell what language it is, but it's like he's... Um, you know, he sees his eyes kind of roll back. And he starts to enchant this thing. It's kind of like odd language. And finally, once he's done, he goes to hand it to you guys. And it has kind of an, like an odd glitter to it. Like gold sparkling. And um, you notice that the compass does not point north. No matter what way you turn, it always points kind of towards the same direction. And so he uh, essentially is what, given you, what he's given you is a compass enchanted um, to point towards the island. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, so you just kind of, he says, you know, you just follow the red... Uh, the red marker here, and that'll take you straight away to the island. Nice. Now, once you're on the island, it's going to bug out a little bit, because the island's all around you, but that'll at least get you there. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. This is appreciated. Uh, the red marker? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you get there with the white marker, it'd just take you a little longer, and he acts like he's like holding an apple and just kind of like circumnavigates the apple the other way. Oh, so if I want to take the scenic route, I follow the white one. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Well, wouldn't once I pass the halfway point of the world, wouldn't it flip then? So I had to come back around? I don't understand how this works. Well, the world is a sphere. Not a pear shape like many think. What? But you're holding a pear. I only got one apple. Oh, I don't. Ah, ah, ah. I'm not very good at that. And he materializes another one. He says, (laughs) now I got a pear. Oh, oh, all right, all right. 
yeah, I, I think I'm ready to ready to head out. I, I say thank you to to Nandor Nam 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 yeah. Nam Nam. Yeah, thank you, Nam. I appreciate it. I give him a, a gentle kiss on the forehead. Uh, take one piercing damage. That's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just kind of like like kind of bubbles around like Shaq when he's really excited. <laughs> Full of references today. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Thank you kindly." Now, if y'all ever need anything, uh, non-war related, so to speak, because we're trying to steer clear, you know, we figure it's not our fight until it is, then uh, y'all come back anytime. Y'all's always welcome here. All right, hey, can I draw something on the floor here? Is that cool? <laughs> uh, like graffiti? Not, not, I wouldn't say graffiti. I would say uh, art. I suppose difference between graffiti and art is in the eye of the imp- interpreter. Yeah. So this is art. And I draw the Omorukatal symbol on, on somewhere like in his office. Yeah. He says, I will give you permission to draw it on the ceiling. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if that's. I, I remember. Yes. Yes. DM, I remember the DM saying it has to be on the floor. As well. We can give it a shot. Thing is, if you put it on the floor and someone scuffs it, then it's useless anyway. Who's gonna walk on the ceiling? All right, that's well, only you, is, Drew. Is yeah. there a is there a, a a roof? Is there like a flat roof where I can draw this on? Uh, he says, "Well, we do have an attic. Can I draw it up there?" So almost kind of, certainly. All right, all right. I waddle up to the attic and draw the Omurukatal symbol up there. Can I have all you guys roll insight? Hell no. Uh, Sixteen for Magna. 22. Excellent. Seven. Nine. <laughs> nine. Seven and nine. <laughs> I'm looking so, at all the books. Say, Magna and Big Boots, you guys get the feeling that he was really hoping that you would do it on the ceiling. So that if you were to flash in here, you'd like fall five, you know, fall a few feet. Just like, like, oh, my Rickatall. Ah! You know. But yeah, he's fine. He's, we we got an attic. Yeah, that'll be fine too. I suppose. Yeah, that'll be fine. So does he know what the symbol does? He knows what the symbol does. He does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very wise and learned cactus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smart baby. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a really high intelligence and uh, very prickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's really just a cover. He's just seeking affection. Big Boots will give it to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he takes you guys up to the attic. The whole place is covered in cobwebs. You'd see, like, broken looms used to make the robes that they that they use. Uh, you'd see, like, broken weapons, old forgery materials, um, tools of different kinds. Um, there would be one thing that sticks out to you guys. It's a small figurine of an owl. Is it another Lollachusa? Ooh. Yeah, it looks like thing? just a normal owl. Kind of like Greek mythology type owl, where it's, like, very tall and kind of upright. How big is this owl? Probably about four inches. Like, small enough that you could completely palm it, you know? I would like to take that owl. <laughs> yeah, so um, as you take it, the uh, it's kind of a, like whitish and like covered in cobwebs and stuff. You're able to dust the cobwebs off, and so Daphne, as you hold it, the owl slowly starts to turn green. Okay. It's radioactive! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah, then you hear a voice in your head, and it says, Oh, what language would you like to warn today? Owl? Oh, boy. I don't know. 
Goblin. <laughs> Goblin. All right. So <clears throat> this thing starts over the course of about 30 seconds, downloads like this whole goblin language into your brain. Um, <clears throat> Big Boots, Theron, and Magna. You guys would all see Daphne there as she looks like she's just kind of like, looks like she's being electrocuted. Um, her eyes have rolled back in her head. She's just like kind of shaking. Her head is cocked back and she's just kind of shaking, like like white knuckling this little owl that's turned green. Ow, ow. God, she's having a seizure. Put something in her mouth. Quick. She doesn't swallow her tongue. Go. Quick. <laughs> am I able to respond to uh, any of that nonsense? Or am I... <laughs> At this point, the only thing you can hear is... Okay. It's like Dowell downloading it once. It's like every word in the language being processed into your brain. Um, yeah, the rest of you, as you would also see Daphne start to get a little bit of a nosebleed. Magna's going to go over and try to grab the owl out of her hands. All right, go ahead and make an athletics check. Uh, 14. 14. All right, so with a 14, um, right, you start try to like pry your fingers off of it. And it's like almost like it's her hand is like supernaturally closed as you, you get like the pinky off, but then it immediately just kind of restricts back in. Uh, what incarnation is this? <laughs> Let go! After about, after about 30 seconds, uh, Daphne, you would hear a voice say, Whoa, thank you for using me. See you again tomorrow. And then it kind of turns green back to like a white, at which point your eyes roll back down in your head. You get your mouth kind of tastes coppery, you know, like metally, you know, a little bit of blood's made its way inside from your nose bleed. And um, you gain the ability to speak goblin for 24 hours. Ah. Does it pop out of her hands now? Uh, well, yeah, now it's like kind of it looks white again, like a little porcelain statue. And uh, <laughs> 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 Magna flies backwards. But, yeah. I got it! <laughs> holy, holy shit, Daphne, are you okay? <clears throat> Whew, uh, that was very interesting. I think we need to take this owl with us. Yeah. This might be. Why? She says it in Goblin without trying to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do <laughs> oh, yeah. What if that's the only language she knows how to speak that day? That'd be yeah. wild. Yeah. How, how's oh, that no. working there, Ben? <laughs> well, um, basically, yeah, it's common and Goblin are the two. So, whatever oh. languages you had, it's now it's common and Goblin. Ah, okay. Yeah. As uh, Nam says, oh, look at that. That's where I put that dude hickey. That's the Luo Dingo Owl. The what? <laughs> <laughs> ben, that's the Fell funniest joke you've made on this uh, this show. Just got to say that. Dual Dingo. Okay, all right, I got it. All right. <laughs> Is, yep, the way it works. Every language you can't speak, you just hold on to it. Tell it what language you want to speak. 30 seconds, you become a master. Completely fluent, but uh, it takes up some space in your brain, admittedly. Uh, would you have any objections to us borrowing this for a little while? Oh, no, just return it. And he smiles. Uh, Question! I'll give you, give you an excuse to come back here. Yeah. What happens if you don't have room in your brain? Well, then you die. <laughs> It's Don't actually, worry, Magda, you have plenty of room in your brain. <laughs> this isn't a question for me. I'm just it's just curiosity is all it is. Bobby's yeah, just, not that Bobby's not that smart. Yeah, don't let Bobby no. use it. It's okay. We'll be no, alright. <laughs> so I'm going to ask in Goblin who here speaks Goblin. Yo. And Bobby. Hey. And Bobby. <clears throat> so in Goblin, Do I'm you? like, hey, big boots. You speak goblin. Awesome. A darker, 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 darker. Bubbly, 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 bubbly. Yeah. Grunting sounds. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Your boy speaks goblin. 
Ah, sweet. Okay. Well, apparently I speak Goblin today. Oh, cool. All right. I, I tell her all about my shoes in Goblin to like excruciatingly boring detail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking out my uh, notebook and I'm writing some stuff in it. <laughs> she, she's really interested in my boots, guys. Yeah, thank you. Hey, look, I need as many things as I can to make new poems, right? So maybe I make a poem about your uh, your shoes. Yeah, that's exactly. cool. Big yeah. boots is boots. Right? She likes big boots and she cannot buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true for right now. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go. Are, are we, what are we doing? Are we are we killing this this angel? I say we play by ear. We don't need a we don't need a plan. We never do, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they Anytime always we go try bad, a plan, like, they, yeah, nothing works out. Like usually we spend just... like forty minutes thinking of a plan, and then we don't even use the plan. So let's just go in there half cocked, anyways. We'll be all right. All right, let's it's roll. Like pretty unbrand for D and D parties, though. For yeah. honestly, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, fortunately, there's no mountain to drop on the island. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, we'll there. just drop the island into the ocean. <laughs> well, why That's bother? All. You know, I don't. It's easier to drop the ocean on top of the island. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, good point. Like, we make a giant <laughs> tidal wave. Come on, come on, yeah, guys. Yeah. Explosives. How uh, how how long of a trip is it from here? It's about three days. First day, I'll get right. you to the coast, and then it's two days over the ocean. All right, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Well, much obliged. Nice to meet y'all. He says, "I'll walk you up." Well, rather. And he kind of looks at Big Boots again, kind of like like looking at you and then looking at your <laughs> hands, kind of like back and forth. Uh, manners are a thing still, buddy. As well, I suppose. I remember to thank you for the spell scrolls, but... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Thank you so much for the spell scrolls. Can I please pay you back by carrying you to our destination? That would be <laughs> wonderful. All right. <laughs> but yeah, and he just kind of gives you a big smile like he's just giving you shit, you know. He's he's kind of spicy for a cactus. Mm-hmm. He um but yeah, he'll uh, point the direction, you know, up to the rooftop where uh, where you guys landed and stuff. Bobby is there. He's got both of his hands up as Fiang May. It's just he's got like two bald fists. It looks like he's about to punch Bobby. Ah, uh, excuse you. No, let it play out. We're okay. <laughs> Fiang May looks over and says, "What? I'm just showing him a lesson. Got to learn how to punch." Uh, why? Because you never know when you're going to need it. You never know Fair. when you're going to get punched. I just... and he come, says, see? And he comes up and, like, punches Magna right in the chest. See? You didn't ah! even see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how are the lessons going then, Bobby? Bobby just looks and he's like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps punching me and saying, learn, learn, learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I appreciate the lessons. Not paying you. Uh, Bobby, onto the ship. Let's go. We are leaving. Already? Yeah. Aww. And he's like, okay. What, you want to stick around and continue getting punched? Well, I was hoping that we could... I don't I don't know. He's, it's fine. It's fine. Speak your mind or... Don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, those are my two options, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, see, the thing is, this place, it's, uh, it seems really cool. Like, they train paladins here, right? Is This is, this is where you trained, right? More or less. So, so I just, I don't know, do you have any, I feel like we just got here. Do you have any fun stories or any times where some psycho was trying to punch you over and over? That I can't relate to, um, but, you know, 
Well, we, we'll definitely come back here. I, it's just we we've got something to do. So this is this isn't you know we'll be back. We'll we'll be back. Okay. And he just kind of nods like he's like, all right, you know, and uh, kind of makes his way up the ship. Fiang may still get still like battle battle stance. He's still got his hands bald, you know. Fist Yo, Joe. Who? who no, Fiang May. Fiang, is this a person from the Citadel or from the the place? Uh, no, this is the one that uh, part one of the crewmen that was punching everybody. Oh, you, you mean Hoi Manoy? Or Hoi? Fuck. Yeah, Hoi Manoy. Hoi Manoy. All right, this is Hoi Manoy. Hoi Manoy. Yeah. We're going to duct tape your hands to the mast again if you, we cannot keep you from just punching things. Yeah, don't punch children. Like that's a that's a given, right? Like that's no child. That is a, definitely a child. He's not even. He's not even pure. He's not even through puberty yet. Oh, that's the biggest non-puberty child I've ever seen. Well, he has an early growth spurt. All right, just give him, just back off. What are you guys feeding that one anyway? Goblin meat. Corn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose that uh, I suppose that tracks. I don't he, know why uh, that was so funny. <laughs> wow. Be that uh, be that as it may. Well, I guess I'll stop punching him today. I'll take it easy on him. Or, well, <laughs> be tell ready you what, tomorrow. how about you stop punching him, period? Because one day he'll be able to punch back and you won't like it. Hey, hey, Hoy, come here. Hoy Manoy, come here. Come here, come here. Says, yeah, yeah. I'm, g- I'm going to do the thing where like, I brush Hoy his Manoy. chest. So I can brush his chest. I'm going to brush his chest. chest. Yep. When he looks down, I'm going to uppercut him. Here, go ahead and roll deception. Holy shit, my die is on fire today. Uh, deception. Uh, what's a 28 get me? 28? He's just yeah. like, what? Do I got some spittle again? I just uppercut him as hard as I can. All right, go ahead and make a attack roll. It'll be an unarmed strike. So one <laughs> plus your strength mod. I'm going to miss. I got a nine total. A nine? All right, so as you go to uppercut him, he turns his head and you just graze his cheek a little bit. And he says, that's not how you punch. This is how you punch. And he goes and like, <laughs> pretends like he's going to punch you. And then he goes, doink, with his pointer finger. Just kind of pokes you in the chest. I'll let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, yes, Captain. All right, Admiral. 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 Captain yes. Admiral, yes. Mm. I like that. Admiral that's Captain. Okay. Yeah, Captain Admiral's all right. All right, uh, get the get the crew ready, Hoy. Yes, sir. And he uh, goes up on the ship and starts like just barking orders and shouting at people, punching others if it looks like they're not doing enough work quickly enough. Within about uh, ten minutes, the ship is prepped and ready to go. So Nam is going to uh, essentially just stand there right by like the uh, the gangplank up onto the ship and just kind of waves with his little cactus hands. Says, "Y'all come back now, you here? Don't be a stranger. Just don't bring the war with you either." Uh, minor illusion. I do like a little like cute heart thing towards him, and I push it towards him, like a little like illusion of a big old heart, and push it to him. Excellent. Yeah, he uh, magics the illusion right on top of him and accepts it. Aww. He just smiles. I'm gonna marry a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah! Well, with that, the uh, the ship is primed and ready to go, um, and it takes off. The adolescent giant is on there. He's already redone the runes for this uh, 12 hours, and he uh, is pretty sure he got it right. Uh, ship seems to be flying well enough out east. 
Who's got the compass? All right, rather, who's keeping an eye on the compass? Uh, I give it. I give it to Theron. Like I don't want this. Yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye on the compass. Okay, excellent. But yeah, you can tell the ship is heading pretty much due east. There's a couple of times where you got to kind of adjust a little bit, but pretty much it's a straight shot east from where you're at, according to the map at least, and according to the compass. You guys sail for you know sail in the air for probably about six hours. You know, it'd be close to like seven, eight o'clock at night, starting to get dark out. As you guys descend below the clouds, um, you'd see that there is smoke rising on the horizon. There's a wide river that looks like it leads out into the ocean, which is on the horizon. You see smoke rising from a village. Oh, boy. Like chimney uh, smoke or is it like black Mm -hmm. thick smoke? Hey, Boots, you think we got time to play play heroes? Uh, where, Where are we at? Are we... Like, are we closer to, like, Atten and Holbrook, or is this, like, Golden Territory? We're flying east, so west would be Golden Empire. East is, like, further into Friendly Territory. So this is Friendly Territory? Yeah. All right, I think we're obliged to play Hero here. All right, yeah, let's, let's go. swing by. <laughs> <laughs> the, the smoke is enough to kind of choke you out a little bit um, as you make your descent towards the village. You can see it looks like half the village is maybe about 2,000 people. So like a mid-sized, you know, mid-sized village. A mid-sized um, sedan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, could I have everyone make a constitution saving throw? Is this magical? This is not. Nope, this is mundane Ooh. fire. Okay. Mundane smoke, rather. Caused Ten. by fire. Good. Ten also. 22. <clears throat> Constitution, right? Constitution, yep. 14. 14? All right, so Magna and Daphne, you both start to kind of choke a little bit. The smoke is very <laughs> thick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's very uncomfortable as you make your way down. Um, yeah, you can see there's still buildings on fire. You see maybe a few hundred villagers, you know, with buckets and stuff, trying to put out the water as best, the fire as best they can. There's kind of a wide river that runs around the town. And so you'd see people, you know, even in your descent, you'd see many dozens of people running back and forth to river to scoop out water and try and dump it on the fire. Yeah, this town looks like it's been messed up. Huge char marks. Um, like I said, thick black smoke. Buildings still on fire. You guess out of maybe 2,000 people-ish that could inhabit this place. Looks like these few hundred are the only ones left. Hey, uh, Big Boots Magna, you guys have kind of the most experience with uh, certain flying fire-breathing creatures. Does this look like it could be their work? Uh, what do I roll for that? That'd be a nature. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons breathe fire? <laughs> I have a 16. 16? Yeah, definitely the work of a... Either a, you would guess either a red or a gold dragon. Both of those are the fire breathing ones. Yeah, this looks definitely like the work of a red or a gold dragon. <laughs> hey Ben, uh, refresh my memory. When's the last time we saw Farbagalt? So Farbagalt is actually so last time you saw him was in the season one finale, um, as he was exposed to the red mi- or the the madness mist and lost his marbles. Okay, I wonder if uh, Farbagalt made his way out here. Or, you know, any other gold dragon. I mean, gold dragons are generous. I mean, do we know? Do we? It is in your world, Ben, or is it chromatic and a metallic kind of good evil? So that's yeah. kind of general knowledge. 
Well, they're yeah, all under the control of, of Draconon, though. doesn't matter their alignment. Oh, that's right. true. So, yeah, up until Draconon's awakening and release. Um, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, metallic dragons were kind of like the generally like more good, okay. wise, benevolent, and then chromatic ones were more evil. It's like a red dragon that's would right. be evil, a gold dragon would be good before before the war started and stuff. Okay. Good good point, Big Boots. I didn't yeah, think I about think you're overthinking mind there, control. Chief. Yeah. Yeah, because I've I've killed so many dragons. It, the color they're all different colors. Colors. So. All right. Well. <clears throat> hundreds, was, hundreds, and hundreds of dragons I've killed. And so you, you guys have actually seen dragons yet? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. You killed a lot of couple. Dragons. Befriended a couple. Killed hundreds Met and hundreds. One. I Met spent the last a year ghost. killing them all. Met a ghost dragon. I don't hmm. think that's Magna true. claps his hands to get everybody's attention. We have a bunch of fires that that need help putting out. Oh I mean, fuck! Go go! <laughs> let's go! Grab a bucket, help these people out, and see if we could see if we could figure out how soon this attack happened, and whether or not we can track this dragon down. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so focus. No, no monologuing. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> I pull out the alchemy jug. Uh, I don't remember how much water I get with that, but as much as I'm allowed to get, I'll just start throwing that on the water on the fire. It depends if you want salt water. Or pure water. Or let's fresh go, water. Let's go salt water. Salt water? All right. Whatever one's the bigger one, I guess. I think it's 10 gallons of one of them. So yeah, salt water, 12 gallons. Yep. Yeah, all right. 12 gallons of salt, salt water coming up. That will surely help. <laughs> Is there a body of water nearby? Yeah, there's yeah. a river. Okay. All right, so Magnus going to have the entire crew. They're going to land the ship and have the entire crew pretty much just start, like, start an assembly line of just... Uh, Hand buckets off. Filling yeah. buckets, yeah, okay, yeah, totally. Um, and then he's also going to be having, he's going to be asking them, you know, when did this happen, uh, in which direction. He's going to confirm whether or not it was a dragon, and how long ago, and which way it flew off. Totally, yeah. So as you kind of get this like assembly line of buckets going, um, one of the uh, townsfolk, kind of an older fella, he's built kind of like the grandpa from Hey Arnold, you know. He's got the long, skinny arms and legs and kind of the old man pot belly. Um, he uh, comes up to you and he says, well, who are you? Who's asking? Uh, my name is Magna. I'm one of the dirty water boys. Dirty water boys? Oh, I thought you'd be taller. Okay. <laughs> Fuck your village. We leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, anyways, is that, is that important right now? Yeah, uh, maybe not. Yeah, okay. okay, so. Right. Dragon. Yes. Yes, big gold dragon had to be some kind of adult. I give I wager adult gold dragon came swooping down from the west from where the war is at. Our village just we, we've been able to kind of steer clear of it. Officially, we're on the side of the coalition, but hasn't really been much of a problem for us until now. Does this dragon? It was rather odd. Big gold wings, breathed fire like a maniac. My name's Markham, by the way. Can I call you Mark for short? Absolutely, not. It's Markham. <laughs> Okay. He's he goes ah ah ah. I kid, but really. Oh, what do you mean he was like a maniac, Markham? <laughs> As well, see the thing is, these dragons, yeah, from what we've heard at least, they're bloodthirsty animals. This this one didn't seem that bloodthirsty. It was just kind of it was rather odd. There's times where he'd go up for a big dive bomb, like he was going to swoop down and take out an entire street, and then at the last minute he'd turn away and just kind of get it. Uh, like on a tangent, you know, like like the side of it instead of straight down the houses. There's nothing that we could have done to fight this thing, and so the fact that there's any of us left is a little weird. 
Yeah, he just seemed like he was very, I don't know, jerk around a lot. Sorry, so Theron. I'm sorry, Theron. Sounds like a, sounds like a crazy type of dragon to me, Magma. Mm. Don't you think? It sounds like it's fighting against the brain control, but losing is um, what it sounds like. I, here's my twelve <laughs> gallons of water, Markham. <laughs> Throw it on the fire, big boots. <laughs> Thank you. That'll be mighty, mighty friendly. That'll help a bit. Is now how many twelve gallon jugs of of salt water do you got? Twelve gallons. One one twelve gallon unit of water, water. for you. Ah, well, much obliged. He smiles. Says, now let's get let's get a rassle on. Half the town's still on fire. I'm a glass half empty kind of person. Some others would say that that town is half not on fire. And to them I say he makes like a like a motion like he'd smack him. Alright, well people. let's let's go. Put out this fire, then, and we'll we'll focus on the investigation and tracking this dragon down afterwards. He says, well, that sounds mighty fine. Mighty fine, indeed. <laughs> he uh, hands each of you a bucket. He says, now, you, you're uh, Theron, right? The Ron? If that's Magda, say, that you makes you the Ron. Boots just said it. Yes, that's me. I am the Ron. <laughs> Not just a Ron, but a the Ron. The Ron. <laughs> you don't look like the Ron to me. Yeah, we still think Probably. he's a fan, but do I, we're, do I look we're more more in. like a more like a Theron? Theron, never heard of him. Me either. Yeah, here, you look like a strapping lad. He hands you two buckets. There's <laughs> you, and he turns to Daphne. There's that that big feller behind you, the one that's uh, what is he? Your boyfriend? Your brother? Sure. Can he Both. carry water? Yes. He uh, essentially just like you know. Here's Avi. He's got like both of his arms out, like in a T pose, and Markham just like starts <laughs> slinging buckets all the way up his arms. You know, so he's carrying like eight of them. Perfect. There you and go. He Reggie. says, See? "Reggie, Reggie, what kind of name is Reggie?" Well, he's Sir Reginald, but uh, Reggie to me. Ah, hmm, interesting. He kind of looks at you and looks at Reginald, and says, "Not for nothing, but I think that fellow's dead." <laughs> You're so astute. Yes. How about you just point me in the direction of people who need to be healed? Oh, of course. Well, in that Thank case, you. and he uh, kind of lifts his tunic up, and you can see he's got like a deep gash in his stomach. <laughs> this one's been bothering me for quite some time now, since the dragon attacked. Oh, for God's sake. I'm bleeding out, by the way, but no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, here Daphne, there. take these, and I cast good berry and hand her ten good berries to feed to people. Uh, and they're having a conversation with us, and there's the big critical symbol sitting in front of him. <laughs> the entire time, we're just having a conversation. We didn't notice the giant <laughs> pile of blood just growing yeah. underneath them. Right. Did you wet yourself, sir? Oh, man, are speaking. Can we can we gather some people together, like in a group, or you know, is there like more that are hurt? So I can kind of cast on all of you at once. That would be very helpful. It's all absolutely. And he uh, whistles and says, hey, anybody with a grievous injury, come this way. At least six of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, you would say uh, about nine people um, kind of shamble their way over. There's a couple of them that, like, they just kind of look over. They're like on like a blanket kind of, uh, what do you call it, like a travois, like a dragging blanket kind of thing. And he says, oh, those ones might need a little help. Yeah, I suppose you can't shamble on over if you don't have any legs. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to heal six of them that look pretty bad. 
the rest of them are going to shove the good berries in their face. <laughs> Excellent. Gently or aggressively? <laughs> Gently. Hey, what's that? Your arm got burned halfway off? Eat this berry. <laughs> Obviously, it's like some the Skyrim ones. logic. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, pardon Hold me, on. Allow me to Let's eat me 30 get pumpkins. Out. Exactly. Let me get out like 30 cheese wheels. We'll be, you'll be fine. Just keep eating. <laughs> Have some breads, a couple apples. So Daphne, you'd see one of the, one of the victims is this little dwarven girl. She's like maybe a foot tall. She looks maybe like six or seven, you know, like a six or seven year old kid. She's got kind of brownish auburn hair down in two braids. And she looks up at you as you present the good berry to her. She's got kind of a scar running down her face, you know, or like a, like a gash running down her face. She says, but mom, I don't like the good berries. I don't like the taste of them. <laughs> There's always one. There's always one. Look, kid, uh, I've got, uh, <clears throat> hey, how about, a, how about a tablespoon of blackberry brandy along with the good berries? Remember, smoosh them up. It tastes better, right? Brandy? Yeah. My mommy says I can't have brandy until uh, I'm a big and like her. Just a little tiny bit, it's fine. Just a little a bit. A little. Yeah. Then we won't tell mommy. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like sweet things. There you go. See? Perfect. Yeah, so I'm just envisioning like like you got like the good berry and it's kinda like melt like mashing it into almost like an applesauce, you know, with like brandy yes. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she uh, she takes it and she sticks her finger in it and she says, "Oh, I like that. That's very nice." And she says, "Now, where are you going, you big big lady?" <laughs> She's kind of looking up at you, lady. you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> full like craning her neck backwards. <laughs> where am I going? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't really know. Place, someplace. Can I go with you? Absolutely not. Oh, it's extremely dangerous. Most places that we go to. Markham is there. You know the gash in his stomach is looking better. It's a little scarred, a little tender, but like it's not actively bleeding anymore. Um, and uh, he looks at the four of you, and he says, uh, "Well, looks like uh, looks like this place is shaping up." There's now about that dragon. Hey, Markham, has anyone ever told you you sound like a parrot? Parrot? <laughs> yeah, like you always parrot. say, wow, like a parrot. Anyone ever told you that? Not a one. Oh, well, don't it's feel self-conscious of, about it now at your old age. You're kind of sorry. freaking me out right now. <laughs> Blowing my mind wide open. <laughs> you were say C4 to my brain. Can you just say Markham on a cracker? Markham on a cracker? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave you with that information for the rest of your life to deal with. Um, <laughs> don't make don't make it a big deal. Don't think about it. Um, yeah, new, new trauma unlocked. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So about that dragon. Yeah. So he flew away, uh, kind of to the northwest. You see, um, there's this river that runs around town out into the ocean. There's a great big waterfall, it's cascades water uh, down the river and such from the hills. I'd imagine that that might be a good hiding place if I was a dragon looking to lie low after fresh kills. All right, cool. Um, yeah, sounds good. We got it. I've killed hundreds and hundreds of dragons. So what's one more? Hundreds. Yeah, look at your hands. How many fingers you got? Eight. Yeah, times that by a hundred. That's how many I've killed. 
Do I count the thumbs? If you want, yeah, sure. So, 800,000 dragons? The math doesn't work out, but yeah, I'm not, okay. Uh, everyone he scratches his head. Is I'm not a teacher. I can tell. Who would want a parrot as a teacher? Anyways, um, all right, we're going to go check out that alcove. Uh, everyone, I don't know, we'll leave some rations if you guys want some. I don't know. I'm not good at, like, benevolent things, you know? <laughs> is it, how far is that waterfall? Is it close enough that we can hoof it, or are we going to have to hop back on the boat? Definitely close enough, yeah. So, um, essentially, the western part of the town is all covered in forest, and it's kind of in the forest, probably about a half mile. Okay. Well, uh, um, we'll, uh, the, we'll, we'll have the five of us, we'll go uh, track down this dragon, we'll keep the crew here with the boat uh, to help out with the uh, with the rest of the town folk. I don't like that idea at all, Magna. Um, Why? Why would you want to bring the boat to the dragon? It Why, flies! Dra- We've spent the last year fighting dragons from our flying ship. Okay, but if things go south and we have to fight that thing, it might destroy the boat, which then we definitely don't have anywhere to go. But we use we the boat to fight dragons for the last year and a half. <laughs> at least it's really our only boat! At least bring the giant with us. We need someone to fight the dragon. I I have a harpoon gun. That's all I use to fight dragons. If I don't have a boat, what do I have? I mean, we fought Me. we fought dragons without a boat before. <sighs> and besides, this one seems like it's not fully under. It's it seems like it's putting up a fight against this mind control. Maybe there's something we can do to help it. I don't trust it. I want to bring I want to bring the 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 young giant with us. Well, we can. We can bring the giant with us. We what, just... What's the giant's name again? It was Komarin. Eh, c- yeah. C- call me Komarin. You're coming with us. We're going on an adventure. We're going on a trip. Bring your weapons. And but we're not bringing our ship. Apparently not. I don't know. Apparently that's a bad idea, but, you know, what do I know? I've only spent the last year and a half fighting dragons from a ship. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Big Boots, we can we can have Moxie shape to look like a ship. And you can ride on her. Yeah, we have Moxie. You can ride Moxie in the battle. There. All right, like all right. Well, hey, let's use our main what? weapon to fight dragons. But no, what does a Moxie? Oh, I, you haven't haven't seen Moxie? <laughs> Big boots? <laughs> no. I it's 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 been a long couple of weeks. All right, hey, uh, I'm Thorough Moxie. Like, yeah, uh, stand on that. Okay. Moxie, yep, yep. And Moxie doesn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, I also stand on Moxie, grab the reins. All right, Moxie, heave ho, let's go. Okay, it's a rug. Still doesn't do anything. What? Moxie, what's going on, girl? As soon as you say, Moxie, what's going on? Um, It, like, lifts up, like, ten feet, like, very forcefully, and then back down, enough to completely just jilt you guys out of your comfort zone. What? Go ahead and roll a, uh, we'll say a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, Six. Uh, 15 total. 29. <laughs> Let's see. So, Magna, you got a six, right? Yeah. Everyone else got a 14 or above, I believe. Um, so, Magna, you are thrown off the carpet and you take three blood, three fall damage. What? <laughs> Maybe like you hit a rock on the ground or something. And as Maxie comes or Moxie comes back down, um, Essentially, you know, it just kind of like does like, you know, like the the carpet in Aladdin, like it's kind of 
Yeah. Acts like it has Moody. like a knee. And yeah, essentially it like kind of folds itself up like it's got a knee and then it just kind of slaps its knee and kind of bends over like it's trying to laugh. Moxie, are you mad at us? It looks at you and the whole thing turns like the whole top half of it kind of turns like it's saying no. So this Moxie. is a sentient rug? Yes. And it looks at Daphne and just like the whole top half of it goes up and down, kind of folding <laughs> itself. Okay, so is there, why are you being moody then? Like, is it something, is there something we did? Did we do something? Yeah, so Moxie would put itself up on its kind of perpendicular, you know, and it uses its two bottom tassels then to kind of like walk over to you. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and essentially, like one of the tassels in the top, like the top right tassel, comes down and starts tickling your chest. What? Well, I have armor on, so actually, I don't feel it. Well, tickling the chest of your armor, yeah, like your chest plate. Can I help you? She's. It just kind of keeps doing it. Stop it! Swats it. <laughs> Swats right. the tassel away. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that tassel gets swatted away, the other one starts doing the same thing. This like, right, the like, like, right where your sternum's at. You know what I mean? Like She's right in that kind of central you. spot. Magna, just look down. Yeah, as you look down, you make another dexterity saving throw. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually one punch rug and she's gonna 15. just end him. 15. 15? Alright, so the tassel goes to like come up and spritz your nose a little bit, but you're able to turn away just at the last second. And then it just barrels over and acts, you know, both tassels kind of come in like it's holding its gut, like just laughing. It, she has bits now? What the hell is going on? I is, <laughs> Are you bored? Uh, Moxie would walk, you know, walk its way over to Big Boots with his two bottom tassels, and then stick one out a little bit further, like it's trying to go for a high five. I, I don't, Moxie. We have to fight a dragon. <laughs> what What's going, going on? on? Do you not want to fight the dragon? It like shrugs as much as it can. I, okay, all right. I I don't know. Magna, we're taking the ship. Magna, we're taking the ship. I don't know what's going on. We're taking the ship. Fine. I, I roll up Moxie again. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this. I want to fight a I dragon. No, hey, Logan, as you go idea. to roll up, as you go to roll up Moxie, uh, you see that it is trying to resist being rolled up. I, okay, don't be rolled. I don't. You, you can walk around. I don't. I don't know what's going on. This is really weird. I want to fight a dragon. I haven't fought a dragon in a while. What's going on, Mox? Hey, so uh, can I have you roll insight? All of us. Really, th this is one anyone here? could roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 18 total. 17 for Magna. I got a 10. 18. <laughs> Alright, so um, that was Big Boots, Magna, and Daphne. Um, you know, Moxie is very hesitant to be rolled up and put away again while you ride on your airship. Um, you guys would get the feeling like, you know, she's jealous. You get, she's just a little she jealous. Like yeah. Out. Yeah, you know, you got this big fancy airship and never ride around on poor old Moxie anymore. Oh. Hey, listen. Yeah, see, they didn't even tell me about you. I feel bad. It kind of looks at Daphne and then looks at the other three very slowly. <laughs> Moxie, Moxie, I'm really sorry. Um, if you want, you can join the join the club of neglected NPCs uh, by the Dirty Water Boys. You can talk to Kevin and Spiderbro about it. They're the club members. Who are Kevin cousin. and Spider Bro? What the heck, guys? <laughs> Kevin pops out of Big Boots' pocket. He says, Hello? 
Did I hit my name? Someone said my name. Hello? Uh, Daphne, meet Kevin. Uh, is Spider-Bro still in there, Kevin? He's, nope. I got hungry. Oh, you ate Spider-Bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's canon now. Oh, it became a wait, battle wait, royale no more in Bostonian his pocket. Spider for you, William. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, did you really eat Spider-Bro? I need to know. He just shrugs his, it was delicious. What can I say? I check my pockets for Spider-Bro. <laughs> you find, like, a leg. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Let me toothpick. <laughs> Listen, well, Kevin, Kevin, I've already lost my goblins. I can't lose Spider-Bro. Please tell me you're kidding. losing me? I, I have you still. You are the sweetest boy of them all. I can't lose you either, but Apparently. we can't lose Spider-Bro. <laughs> Carnivore over here. <laughs> the sweetest boy of them all. Oh, please. Continue. I mean, it's just a rodent eating a bug. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like this is an ongoing thing for you guys. I mean, look, Magnum forgot who I was, and we've been together for <laughs> 24 hours. You just joined us. <laughs> he had like had them for in, like seven. In Magnum's years. defense, we don't really know who you are, so you know. Yeah, you're kind of cagey about that, so it's kind of hard to actually remember somebody when you're not going to be open about everything with us. So. And Kevin sticks his head out. He says, and I don't remember you either. But then again, we have just met right now. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Daphne, this is Kevin. Kevin, this is Daphne. Uh, you probably Hello. can't understand him, but maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah, he's like. It's like right there in the front. Yeah. The fuck you say to me? You're right. You better shut your mouth, little thing. I don't know what you're saying, but it doesn't sound good. He was introducing himself to you. He was just saying, what's up? Okay. Okay. Right. So, Moxie, we... Kevin, can we? Kevin, do you speak Moxie? <laughs> do I speak Moxie? You speak rug. Is that a true question? <laughs> yeah, do you speak rug? <laughs> I can cut one. He starts to kind of like shimmy a little oh, bit. Oh, boy. Okay. The narrative of this episode has gone really weird. <laughs> Mo- um, Mo- Moxie, if we promise to take you out at least once a day when we're not in the middle of like. War zone. Will you take us to this dragon? Moxie uh, puts both top tassels behind its back and starts to kind of stride back and forth on the two bottom tassels. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Just thinking it over. <laughs> yes, thinking about it. Now. Yeah. yeah, and then turns towards you, and the top half of it nods. Offer her a good berry. See what she wants. Okay. She does. Th- th- thank you. Um, I'm not gonna offer her good parents. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I am actually trying to see if there's anything I can do to like make her feel better, but I don't really have anything. She doesn't so. eat. She doesn't want coin. I don't know what to do. That's all I got. <laughs> I was trying to see if I had like a patch to sew into her or something weird, but I don't have anything cool in my inventory. So, yeah, let's okay. do a skin graft for a carpet. That'll make her feel better. <laughs> <laughs> shall Shall we go then? <laughs> yeah, she nods and very, uh, very kind of happily like flattens down. Kind of hovers maybe six inches above the ground. All right. Uh, everyone on. Um, what do we do with the giant? I want the giant to come with us still. Just huff it. Cabin, carbon, whatever well, I mean, he was. can. He can change his Kobarin. form, can he? Can he just like shrink himself? He could. Yeah. Yeah. He could shrink himself. He's could a storm he giant, you know. Could so he they, fit on the they can. Carpet too? Oh, absolutely. All right. Get on the flying rug, buddy. So he uh, kind of shapeshifts and transforms himself down to like. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. A burp. Down to a, a gnome-sized storm giant where he's just kind of standing there all blue and such. <laughs> yeah, Don't lose concentration. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so 
Moxie happily takes off up the river. Uh, that's kind of the surest way to get to this waterfall is just going straight up the river. And since you can fly, you know, that's one of those things you would hear it before you see it. Essentially, like as you leave the village up into the forest, you get close enough and there's just kind of like this crash sounding probably about 300 feet away is when you see it through the trees, this huge waterfall. And uh, can I have everyone roll perception check? Yeah. I'll say, otherwise, if I fail my perception, I'm going to use my one ability to tell where the dragon is, my ping system. But I'm good. That is a 19 for Magna. 24. Excellent. Uh, unnatural 20. 23. All right, so you guys would all see um, essentially the water crashing down. You'd see that there's a cavern behind the waterfall. With a 20 or above, you'd see that there is something glinting and gleaming in the darkness. Oh, boy. Can I check out... Uh, Bobby's with us, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Bobby's with you. Yep. I just want to look over Bobby to see how his armor is after he got beat up by that guy. There's a couple of dents. Yeah, he... Uh, he he's like, like what? what? What's happening? Is something broken? No, I'm just making sure you're ready. Yeah, deadness says, always going to battle with a, a heavy hammer, a sharp sword, and good armor. I said that? Off screen. <laughs> Off screen? Yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> I was gonna say, that Dead seemed kind of cognitive for Magna. I was, that's, a very, that's a very cute. Uh, I'm going to cast a Death Ward on him. Excellent. So what, what does it look do? like as you cast the spell? Uh, so you'll see me put a hand on his shoulder, kind of like to, you know, like, hey, you're, you're going to do fine. Everything is going to be great. A uh, little bit of like a greenish glow comes out of my hand and just goes through him almost. Excellent. All right. He uh, starts to freak out a little bit. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. What are you doing to me? What is it? Oh, you're fine. Just a little something extra, just in case. What is it like a, like a? I don't even know. You're cursed now, Bobby. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been cursed. Daphne has gone off. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He uh, just over- looks over to Dadna for for um, assurance. You know, as green energy kind of, you know. I just say, uh, let's just say, maybe today you don't meet females. Okay. So okay. That uh, that sounds good to me. I don't think I'm ready to meet Femos. Yeah, no. <laughs> not unless it's something really heroic. Right, Dedna? Uh, let's not think about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't. I don't need to be heroic. It's fine. Actually, okay. if you run away from this fight, no one is going to be upset with you. I'll be upset with me. Well, you shouldn't be. Uh, uh, true warrior. He says, yeah, I don't think Dedna would ever run away from a fight. Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> wait a minute! <laughs> what if I ever ran away from the fight? Uh, take a closer look at the waterfall. Okie doke. Yeah, as you look inside, you can see there's definitely something glintering and goldy, goldy, golden glittering in the back of the uh, the back of the cave behind the waterfall. Um. All right, everyone, uh, spread out. I, I got this. Uh, I land Moxie and, and tell them all to like spread out and hide. I'm gonna try something. Does um, it require stealth? No, no, it's the okay. exact opposite of stealth. Well, you you might need some stealth, but just hide behind a tree. Hide behind a tree. Hide behind a tree. I I I'm gonna solo this for a second, see what happens. 
One man alone. <laughs> One man betrayed by the country he loves. You should just come over here for a second. Maybe I need to touch you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so everyone gets off. I get on Moxie. Uh, I fly kind of near the waterfall and yell, "Hey, Farvagalt, you good, buddy?" There's no response. Uh, I mean, it's crashing down like the the water is. So you get the feeling it might not have heard you. All right. I'm gonna. S- all right, let's sneak in like a little bit. Let's just peek my head back there with Moxie and, and try to see if I can peek, peek back there. All right, so Moxie flies forward. You see a pair of yellow eyes open up in the darkness. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you doing? Would it, would it, could, um, I have dark vision, so could I be able to see if it looks like uh, Farvagalt? Yes, so with dark vision, you can tell this is not Farbagalt. Farbagalt was an ancient gold dragon. This one's an adult gold dragon, so a little bit smaller, okay. but still like a very, like a huge sized creature, you know? God, because we could not eat an ancient gold dragon. <laughs> you right. good, bud? That, that'd, be, that'd be like asking for the party to get killed. Um, it uh, it kind of leans forward to where you can see his face really well in the darkness, and it says, I've been better. Oh, yeah? You want to come out and <laughs> talk about better. it? Well, I doubt you have the time for someone oh, like me. I have all the time. I am an ancient gold dragon. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of time yeah. for, for you, buddy. What's your name? You're the smallest ancient gold dragon I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, just war stuff, you know, it's getting me down a little bit. Oh, I It know seems I have fewer choices than I used to have. Oh, dude, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come on out and talk about it. What's your name? Because unfortunately, I cannot come out and talk about it. Oh, are you hurt? Uh, no matter of speaking. Okay. All right. Is it all right if I come in a little bit? Of course. Yes. Make yourself at home. I do okay. not lay claim to this place. Can I bring some friends in? Uh, they from, uh, who are they? Are they nice? Are they friendly? They're, well, yes. Yes. They're really friendly. There's a child. I mean, come on. Would a child be mean? Do you know children? <laughs> I've been, I, all right. Yeah. I take that back. Children can be real fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, most of the time they're nice. Um, I'll tell them to be nice for you, okay? Uh, what's your name? They call me Grimcrag. Grimcrag? Indeed, yeah. Well, I am, I am, uh, I am Large Crocs. That's my name, Large Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and, and yeah, well, we, I, I got the Clean Street fellows out here, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a little powwow and talk, you know? <laughs> he, uh, he's gonna roll insight. Sure. Can I roll oh, deception dear. against that? <laughs> okay, that is a net 20. Can I roll deception against it? For a total of 28, you can try. I can try. Hey, deception, baby. <laughs> I'm I'm for days on deception. Not today, though. Okay, uh, it's a 14 total. 4 plus 10. 14? He yeah. looks, he says, large crocs. No relation to big boots. The no. famous gnome? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Says you are a gnome too, are you not? Uh, I'm a halfling, actually. Halfling? If you're halflings, then what is the other half? Well, I'm half and then halfling. So you are a full ling. I'm you're a halfling, ling, but a full, full, a full half from the ling dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> not from the ligma dynasty. No, not the ligma dynasty. No, not the mind goblin dynasty either. <laughs> I, I don't know that one but i can see where it's going <laughs> i i hope you see where it's going <laughs> no, Joey. 
<laughs> Alright, so, uh, what if I just bring in one one friend? One or two friends? Is that okay? Uh, you, you can... Uh, uh, I can make space. And okay. he goes to kind of retreat back deeper into the, uh, like the, okay. the underground kind of cave here. Alright, all friends, come on in. It's it's not a trap, most likely. Clang, 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 clang. Yeah, yeah, so these guys make way back there. You can see this giant adult brass... Uh, I'm sorry, not brass. Giant adult gold dragon. Um, looks huge. Got kind of a long snout with, like, flaring draconic nostrils. He's got two large golden ears that kind of stick out, kind of sideways a little bit. Um, probably, like, it looks a little Gomer Pile-ish, you know? And, uh, yeah, he um, just kind of makes space back there. Kind of leans up against the back wall of the cave. Uh, from back here, the noise isn't as bad. You know, like the rushing of the of the water and stuff. Um, he says, well, uh, well met. My name is uh, Grimcrag, and it is nice to make your acquaintance. Yeah, this is the Ron. This is uh, Daphne, uh, related to Daft Punk. Uh, and this is uh, <laughs> uh, Mag- Magn- Mag- Marjoram and Toast. And this is Robbie. Again. So this is the Ron. The Ron. Nice to meet you. And we have Daft, Daftney. Daftney, yeah. We got Marjoram and Toast. Not that helpful, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's still pretty close. (laughs) Marjoram and Toast, and this is Robbie. (laughs) What's Robbie? Robbie? Yeah, the Robbie's the little dude here. It's nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you, Robbie. (laughs) It's nice to meet you. And I'm Large Crocs. Um, so what's, oh, yeah. what's going on? You're going through a little existential crisis? Well, Mr. Crocs, indeed. Oh, please. Mr. Crocs was my father. He says, you see, I... says, before the war, before Draconon was released, it was kind of a bedtime story that dragons told one another in our roosts up in the mountains. You know, oh, Draconon will come and get you. Oh, kind of like the, how you say, boogeyman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boogied man. Indeed. He says, now that dragon on this here, the dragons, uh, we don't seem to have any choice. I remember helping people. This village was one I visited many times back uh, before the war. Good good people. Hardworking, honest people. He says, you see, Draconon has uh, some kind of power in his voice. He's able to control the dragons and uh, make us do things that we otherwise would not do. Granted, some of the dragons are bloodthirsty and villainous, like a red, the blue, the white dragons. But me and my kind, me and my my breed, we we are very disgusted by a lot of this, this wanton killing and burning. Oh yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, doing something you don't want to do. Um, and you have no control over it when you hear Draki's voice. Well, I didn't think I did. He says, "You see, I I was told to fly over here to." Um, how you say, soften up the underbelly of our enemy, uh, which I suppose would be the, you know, the coalition. And when I got far enough away, I started to feel my old feelings again and think my old thoughts again. I, uh, <clears throat> it was very odd. It was as if his mind control was kind of veering off. Hmm. So you think that there's a range to his ability is what you're saying. Some sort of range. Yes. He says, you see, I, I, to my everlasting shame, I burned the village of Riverfall, just down the river. I'm sure you've seen the smoke by now. Well, yeah, we helped put out the fire that, that you may have caused. It's very good. Yes, thank you very much for that. Yeah. He says, you see, this uh, waterfall acts as enough of an impediment 
on my senses that I am able to, for the most part, sync my own thoughts again, uh, apart from Draconon's influence. Oh, the cell phone signal doesn't get through the through the walls. Okay. <laughs> well, something like that, yes. All right, so your plan is just kind of hang out in here for a long time so you don't have to hear the voice anymore? Well, the thing is, Draconon, he can feel every dragon under his sway. He knows by now that that I have kind of severed the, or broken the connection, even for a little while, and that I am actively seeking to resist it. He is immensely powerful. And between the, the six of us, I do not believe he can be killed. Oh, like you're including us here, even, with you. Or are there six other dragons that are lost the control? Oh, no, this is us. us you're talking team, about us. Yes. Okay, all right. I was just going to say, like, I wasn't planning on killing them yet. I mean, someday, yeah. I mean, once I get a couple more levels. We haven't leveled up once this season, so I'm a little worried. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we probably can't beat him. He's he's a big, bad, big, bad booty daddy is what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> big, bad booty daddin. Yes. Yes. Booty vater. Yes. Booty faja. Okay. Yeah, the booty faja. Uh, so, so what's your plan? What's, what's your next step? Well, that was kind of what I was getting at earlier. It seems that my, my options are limited. You see, if I leave the cave, there's a chance that I will lose control of myself again to Draconon's influence. It took everything I had to, to force myself into this cave. He says, so you see, if I leave, then I will uh, go Be back, back to doing control. things that I, I do yeah. not wish to do. But if I stay here, then Draconon is aware of it, and I am a sitting duck for when he sends uh, retribution. So okay. is it possible if, if you're able to, even though, so I know that you said that if you leave here, it'll be difficult for you to maintain control. And so, but hypothetically, if you're able to continue flying as far east as you can, you could get out of range that he won't have any influence on you. Theoretically, yeah. Okay. But I, I have no idea how far that would be. Fair enough. Have you tried just plugging your ears? Yeah. Earmuffs? I don't know. Oh yeah, let me let me just pull out my earmuffs out of my dragon pocket. I like you. Does it I, like you Cra- I like you, Craggle Craggleberg, whatever your name was. Does it even does it even work like that, or is it telepathic? Um, it's part telepathic, part. I mean, <laughs> one of those things. Like once he gets the order, it's kind of like imprinted on him. But the further away he gets, the more kind of control he has to resist it. Hmm. Well, I mean, you did. You were definitely at least strong enough to prevent yourself from wiping that town off the map. Yeah, I just feel bad. Like I said, I've been there many times before. It says there's something. If if you'd be willing, I wouldn't want to go back and give it to them myself, or I still think that I'm there to finish the job. And he uh, kind of reaches back and takes out a, a diamond. Diamond's probably about the size of an orange from his dragon pocket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he actually pulled out earmuffs from his dragon pocket. Ben wasn't being (laughs) facetious at all. He has dragon pockets. Yeah, he uh, he keeps this diamond on him, and he would ask, it's worth about a thousand gold pieces. And so he's asking you guys to deliver it to them as a sorry and to help, you know, rebuild the town and stuff. Yes, absolutely. I will make sure this makes it to them. Thank you very much, Mr. Crocs. Just to let you know, the townsfolk noticed that your your struggle. They knew that someone was wrong, and they noticed that you were fighting oh, it, during the attack. So, I don't, I don't think. I mean, obviously, they'll probably be scared as hell to see you in case. Yeah, you might they be there to finish the job, but they knew something was wrong with you. So don't don't think don't take it too. Yeah, you just murdered eighteen hundred of them, but no biggie there. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, trying to, trying to help him help him out here, you know. Oh, like, sorry, like, yeah, yeah. Trying to make him feel better. Come on, man. Yes, yes. Sorry, subtlety is not my best. Um, ben, we noticed out out of game, Ben. Um, more east is where Etten and Holbrook are, right? More west. More yeah. west. Well, yeah. So Walda's Tower is past Etten and Holbrook. This would be the yeah, far we're, east we're of the map. Past all of that. Yeah, the only thing further east than this is the ocean and the island out in the ocean. Yeah, we're going off map. Okay, like a little bit. Um, Super well, far. I could even. So if yeah. if he were to go closer to Adenholbrook, he would be closer towards the influence of Draconon because they're bordering. Exactly. Okay. Yep. All right. So there's not a situation is... where we can get him to be what safe. What if? Uh, what if we bring you to a almost different plane of existence? What do you mean? Well, we're uh, we're headed to this island that is both here and not here. It's kind of a like a half plane or a, like a demi plane, if I'm not this mistaken. Is, I, I, would like, I like the way you're thinking. One, yeah, there's a, uh, there's we a could, evil we planetar angel that lives there. You cool with that? <laughs> we could we could use your help, um, possibly, <laughs> and it could also be a way for you to not have to be stuck in a cave. And oh, maybe, I've... yeah, create like a haven for your kind and out of Draconon's influence for the time being. Well, I appreciate the offer, but unless I can guarantee that I'm not going to hurt anyone else, yourselves included, then I would rather stay here and await my imminent death. He says, like Mr. Cox said, the way I see it, I have done something unexcusable. So, uh, Baron, I would like to Respectfully decline. He says, if there's some way after the war, maybe, when Draconon is, I don't know, defeated, hopefully, then I can hope to make my recompense. Um, alright, we can get you some food? What do you eat? Sheep and and babies? Like, we can get you some food to eat to hold up in here for a little bit. He says, well, before the war, I used to snack on uh, all manner of birds. Oh, birds are gonna be kind of hard to... Birds aren't real. I don't know if you heard the conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> They're constructs sent out by the Golden Empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all sorts of birds. Um, I have rations. I I got. I can get you some mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah, that sounds good. Mayonnaise okay. on the rations. Does the rations have meat? Yeah, yeah. A bit of an omnivore, but I definitely prefer meat to the other. Okay. Yeah, we can get you some food. You can hold up here until your eminent demise. Um, all right, really quick, Craggle, Craggle-thorn. Um, Grimcrag, but yes. Grim, Grimcrag, sorry. I'm horrible with names. Um, that's not a character trait at all. Um, hey, <laughs> so about this Big Boots guy, what have you heard of him? What, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the scoop on him? You mean Big Boots and Magna, the duo that have slain a thousand dragons? Yeah, yeah, about them. Tell me all about them. Are they? I heard it was eight hundred thousand dragons. Oh, eight hundred thousand. Oh, now you're just pulling my chain. He smiles. He says, "Well, to be fair, every dragon life lost hurts me. What we have heard is that you are enemies of the state. That is that uh, that you wish to bring they that they are enemies of the state. That they, yeah, see, yes, Uh, yes, yeah, (laughs) they are enemies of the state. That uh, they wish to bring destruction to the house of the Golden Empire." and to see our lands divvied up among the coalition. That after the fall of Brendan Alder, that seeing as the Golden Empire was the only country left, the only nation left with uh, 
a sizable amount of coins that the coalition has started this preemptively so that they may, um, you know, uh, reap the benefits and steal the gold and all that. Uh, kind of fills their own coffers off the backs of those who have it. Okay. All right. A lot of propaganda on that side. Okay. Um, some of it true. The Thousand Dragons, I, I bet they did do that. Yeah, they're, they're pretty <laughs> badass from what I hear. That's um, funny because I never hear anything at all about the Big Boots. I usually hear about Theron and his exploits. He says, yeah, yeah I heard he's, a, heard he's a really cool guy. Well, from what I've heard, there was a, a fucking poem made by someone <laughs> about Big Boots, so I, I, I don't know what you're on. <laughs> I, uh, I also... I was also told that the poem wasn't very good. I had to redo it. I, the, hey, everyone's <laughs> a critic. What can I say? You know, I did, by the way. Uh, I, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Daphne. But okay. Uh, Craigle, Craigleberg, we're going to get you set up. Uh, and, and we'll, you know, hopefully you can survive a little bit till the end of the war. If not, it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, the pleasure is mine. He says, it is just a comfort knowing that without Draconon, uh, many of my brethren would leave the war. The only thing keeping us fighting, uh, keeping the dragons fighting, is his influence. Mm -hmm. um, and once again, I, I do not believe he can be killed. I, I, you see, we, we dragons believe that when every living thing is created, from the greatest of dragons to the lowest blade of grass, it has an imprint on its soul of every god. You know, there is life in it, there is chaos in it, there is order in it, there is eventually death in it as well. And I do not believe Draconon has that imprint on his soul. How do you think uh, the Dirty Water Boys should, should defeat Draconon, then, if you're saying that's the only option to free your friends? I could not say. I am not, not, I'm not wise enough to have these kind of answers. Oh, you're, you're not the I just hope that... in this situation? No? Okay. <laughs> I just hope that they find a way. Okay, cool. Thanks, bro. Don't worry. We will. They will. They will. <laughs> they they will. Yes, yeah, not us. No. No, no. Th today will not be the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Big Boots. <laughs> Captain Large Croc Sparrow. <laughs> Captain Large Croc Sparrow. I guess he would just finish by saying that uh, as far as like information about Draconon, um, he's an open book. So he would tell you, he'd, you know, anything you'd want to know. Essentially, he's like a, a, a double agent, I guess, at this point. He figures okay. he's dead anyway, so. All right, uh, like location, where's he hanging out, his lair, we get that stuff. Yeah, he says, the other thing that might be important to know, he says, I believe the King Eldario, he has a sort of amulet that uh, controls the dragon. Draconon does everything he says, even though Draconon could wipe him off the face of the map in a split of a, in a blink of an eye. This amulet is very powerful. He says, I only got a good look at it once, but I believe it was made with a heart scale and a little bit of divine magic. So if, if Big Boots and the Dirty Water Boys 3 could, could get that amulet and, and, and take control of Draconon, that could be an option, you're saying? It's possible. I, I could not say. It just seems the, the king has kind of a supernatural control over this elder dragon. Um, what's the the heart stone heart scale? What 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 was the thing it's made out of? It says, yeah, yeah, heart scale, yeah. Uh, wh what is that? He says, oh, every dragon has one. He says, you see, they are born with it, and it is a sort of, uh, not a, how you say? He says it is not like a. He kind of points at his scales. It is not a scale as you think of. More of a. And he points at his heart. 
it's more of this kind of of thing. It is hard to, to translate into common. Um, but when a dragon gives one their heart scales, they become completely bound to that person. So I believe that the heart scale um, of a, a dragon at some point, I, I, it's one that you can, uh, for a dragon, kind of resonates. You can feel it. And you can also feel the absence of it if a dragon has already given their heart scale to another. So is the amulet made of Draconon's heart scale or just a dragon's heart scale? I believe a dragon's heart scale, amplified with divine magic of some sort. So if I took your heart scale, could I make an amulet that trumps that heart scale? No. A heart scale cannot be taken. It must only be given. Could you give me your heart scale, please? <laughs> he just laughs and laughs. He says, oh, my no. Okay, one, well, I figured one you're dead thing. soon. Uh, Grim Drag. I just met you. I love you. I love you as an acquaintance. <laughs> hey, hey, Grimcrag, what, uh, what was Draconon like before being controlled? Well, he was asleep. It was uh, said that he slept at the bottom of King Cory's mountain, where all the mountains were raised up in the madness mist none dare to speak, no, none dare to see. He says, yes, we all believe that he was asleep, kind of a boogeyman-esque, until uh, apparently he was woken up. Okay. What about Damn. what about last time he was awake? Oh, last time he yes. was awake, uh, very destructive. Yes. Okay. All I needed to know. Yes. He likes sure that he wasn't dominate in a dominate control of the dragons and whatnot. Yes, he sees himself being the only remaining elder dragon is above the rest. Do we know who woke him up? Uh, I, King 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 Schnibble Dips. What the fuck's the guy named? Schnibble uh, Dips. Eldario. Eldario. Eldario, oh, yeah. Eldario woke him up. Yeah, that bastard woke him up. With the, uh, the, the Peacekeeper. Okay. No, like he destroyed the Eldario. Oh, yeah, he destroyed the Peacekeeper. Yeah, just to recap. So, yeah, so you guys got to the tower. Um, he destroyed the Peacekeeper and then blooped out of there after summoning Farbagalt, who's now taken over by Madness, Madness Mist. So he blooped out of there, and it wasn't really seen where he blooped to. Right. Uh, which, you know, putting the puzzle saw, pieces together. <laughs> exactly. So he probably blooped to like the basement of the place to wake up Draconon from his slumber. Yeah. And then using the amulet to take control of it instead of Farbagalt. Mm-hmm. And then trading right. up, so to speak. Well, damn, Craggle Craggleton. Um, I hate to see you go. The DM doesn't break out the German accents very often, and I, I really enjoy it so much. <laughs> um, so I, I God, I, yeah, we'll, we'll leave you what we can, um, and we're going to glean all the information we can from him. It was so. not to believe it. Please tell them in Riverfall that I'm deeply sorry for what what I was made to do. I'm willing to accept whatever fate comes for me. Bersiliac. You can call me Bersi. Okay, Bersi. All right, I'm going to regret this because my boots are going to get dirty. So I'm gonna. Go I don't like it. that name at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, <see. laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs>